full disclosure, these two get on me because I'm they say I'm stuck in the 90s, which I am. But you know, you turn your back on Hove. That was my real I ain't turn my back on Hove, man. Hove yes, just Hove whack, man. <laughs> I ain't turn my that, back on it. That, and you that know what? Right there. there is a Hove pod hold, hold it. There's a Hove podcast coming, and the podcast is called When Jay-Z Was Dope. Oh my coming. God! You can't it's coming. Do that it's coming. Com- it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. You can't do it. Oh, speak about loyalty. <laughs> hey man, speak we just speak about loyalty. He he. Hey, he lost my lady, man. He ain't been the same, man. He ain't been the same since he grew his hair. Quietly, he ain't been the same since he been married. But I, but that's another story for another. Oh day. my yeah, God! You can't have dreadlocks and talk about that man like that. <laughs> Is that what that is on his head? Dreadlocks. Come on, man. Shit look terrible. Come on, man. It's no wonder that rap has now surpassed country music as the nation's second most popular genre after rock and roll. And 33-year-old Jay-Z is the reigning king of rap. He owns his own record label, clothing line, and movie production company, generating almost half a billion dollars a year in sales. It's no coincidence that he named his record label Rockefeller. It's an amazing achievement for a man who grew up in one of New York's toughest housing projects. He's living the 21st century version of the American dream, straight out of the hood. Fifteen years ago, somebody had come up to you in the projects and said, you know, you're going to be rich. And I don't mean rich, I mean rich. Right. And you're going to be famous and you're going to be a superstar. If somebody had said that to you 15 years ago, what would you have said? Um, how? It was surviving, right? Yeah, like, I I had no aspirations, no plans, no goals, no backup goals. Just like, I'm like, how is that going to happen? Doing what? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out. On this episode, what I want to talk about is Jay-Z. I think there was a time when Jay-Z was incredibly dope. But before I get into that, let me start off by saying, and I want to say this very slow and very intentional, I love Jay-Z. Love him. Huge fan. I love Jay-Z. I want that to be clear before I get started because I think sometimes when you speak about people sometimes, particularly when you're talking about entertainers, some people tend to take it personal. 
And this is strictly for those who will take it personal because if you just look at the picture, the cover art, and the title of this episode, you may think that I'm on here to hate on Jay-Z. Nah. Far from it. I love Jay-Z. I've actually been sitting on this idea for the podcast for a while now. Uh, It's been probably a year and a half or so. Uh, And I gotta gotta give a big shout out to my man Eclectic. Eclectic did a similar podcast and it was called When Kanye Was Dope. And I clearly stole borrowed (laughs) the idea, of course with his consent, um, to do this one on my man Jay-Z. And, you know, he was with it, you know. Um, I think, and as you heard the banter from me and my boys, Zell and Derek, uh, that was on a whole nother podcast that we recorded months ago. Uh, and I told them that this podcast was coming. Um, and it's here, and I want that to be clear. I want to <laughs> let it be known. <laughs> that I love Jay-Z. I am a huge fan. I've been rocking with Jay-Z since the summer of 1996 when I purchased Reasonable Doubt. And I remember the line that hooked me on Jay-Z. On Dead Presidents, he said, partner, I'm still spending money from 88. And I was like, whoa. (laughs) I mean, that sounds simple, but it was so dope and it was so kind of in your face but it was very clever and witty at the same time and honestly I hadn't heard somebody spit like that in a minute and that made me want to know more and more about him now again and I've said this on uh, the Reasonable Doubt podcast I've said it on other podcasts before Um, you know let someone from night who was around in 1996 will let me be the first to tell you nobody flocked (laughs) to go pick up reasonable doubt they didn't i think i got it maybe a month after it came out i know i didn't get it the first week that it came out it was a while before it was between the second week and maybe probably my guess is about a month but once i heard it i was hooked and 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 nobody i repeat nobody ever uttered the words oh shit this is a classic in 1996 they didn't now is reasonable doubt a classic of course it is but just for clarification for some of you who may be a little new to this or maybe a little bit new to jay-z i don't know but I love Jay-Z. Again, huge fan. Been rocking with him since 1996. One of the things I love about Jay-Z, man, uh, much like a lot of people, I, I love the hustle. I love his hustle. I love the way that he came onto the scene. Uh, as many of you know, this, the story is, is you know, it's, it's an older story, but I mean, like, he couldn't get a record deal. You know, the first time we heard Jay-Z rhyme, was with Jazz O and he was, you know, rapidy, rapidy, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he was with the rapidy raps. 
fast rap and you know nobody wasn't really checking for that at the time at least record labels weren't and they were like nah get the hell out of here and his hustle because he believed in himself and believed in what it was that he was doing he and his crew of kareem biggs burke and damon dash um you know they started rockefeller rockefeller records and as the story goes reasonable doubt was supposed to be his first at first and only album his intent was to push the label and push other artists but that never happened <laughs> but yeah man jay-z i love jay-z i love the, the hustle the grind mentality that he had even back then and i think a lot of people even though they may or may not admit it i think a lot of people admire jay-z particularly as his stardom began to rise uh you know there are some who say that you know jay-z wouldn't be as big if big had if biggie had been alive i i I don't i I don't buy into that because jay-z was pretty successful before you know biggie checked out of here and he and biggie had plans to do a collaborative album so i don't know that biggie would not have been or jay-z would not have been successful at all so nah i'm not i don't buy into that um but yeah his hustle his grind and he made it i mean like he was a successful hustler you know he came from the streets where he sold drugs and he got into the music business and he didn't have a you know he talks about his marketing plan but you know he really didn't have much of a plan like it was either that or that was it like he there was nothing else that he had planned to do and it worked and he came with these braggadocious rhymes and i hate to use the word but (laughs) he had swag i mean like people were really really fellas I'll, i'll put it like this the fellas that i knew the fellas who listened to rap music they were really really checking for jay-z because he really when he sat down well he didn't sit down and physically right but when he came up with these rhymes like it was so clever and so witty like you literally had to break it down like you had to study this stuff and it's been that way since 1996 very clever very witty and i think you know just on a personal level because i'm someone who i think i'm clever i think i'm witty not like this way i would put it in a rhyme but you get what i'm saying like it made sense double entendres triple entendres you know we would marvel at his words jay-z was dope there's no doubt about that i I think that goes without saying jay-z was incredibly dope and then you get the hits and then you get the hits and then you get the hits. Jay-Z had hit after hit after hit after hit. He became a superstar and he still was delivering. Jay-Z told you himself he held you down six summers, six straight summers. And if we're being honest, he wasn't lying. <laughs> he really did. <laughs> and even in the midst of all of that, I mean, like he still delivered great songs great albums and even what some of you would call (laughs) 
grown man rap. I wish I had time to talk about how there was a segment of people who heard him rap on 444. Oh, Jay-Z, he, he's on some grown man rap shit. Like he didn't have grown man raps when he rapped Regrets or Lucky Me or Meet the Parents. Lucky Me is low key a banger. I love I love Regrets. Meet the Parents, you know, that is one of the dopest songs on that album. So, I mean, like, 444 wasn't the first time that Jay-Z got deep. <laughs> but, you know, you can't please everybody. You know, there were some people who, his his detractors, uh, you know, all you talk about is money and women and cars and jewelry. And? <laughs> I mean, that would always be my response. And? <laughs> you want Jay-Z to rap about We Are The World? <laughs> you want him to rap about self-destruction? I mean, that wasn't his thing, you know? But I love Jay-Z. And I'm sure that many of you who are listening to this episode love Jay-Z. So I, I, I had to make that clear. And I'm going to keep saying that. Like, I love Jay-Z. So this is not a hating episode on Jay-Z. In my opinion, Jay-Z is personally in my top three MCs of all time. He's number three. Beat the style and the way the cops sweat us. The number one question is, can the feds get us? I got vendettas and dice games against ass betters. The niggas who pump wheels and drop jetters. Cause when I get this set up and you got no cream, I'm real mad at you, brother. You lying, motherfucker. I gotta know exactly what your spot pertains. I hot your brain, not a thing. Did it before, do it again. Rid of your body, one of your neck, two to your chin. No more mister, nice guy, twist your shit. Way back with the pistols, blazing. Hot like Cajun, hotter than even holding work at the day's end. With New York plates outside. <laughs> Check them out. Rockefeller, y'all. And number three ain't a bad place to be. There are some people who will have him in their top five. There are some people that will have him at one. I don't know anybody that doesn't have Jay-Z at least in their top 10. If you're in the top 10, that's pretty damn good. <laughs> Even kids of today who probably really not really up on his music, they still got hove in the top 10. So that's good enough for me. 
But Jay-Z was dope. I mean, one of the things that set Jay-Z apart was his flow. Now, people have told me that in the business, you've got the best flow. My problem is I don't know what that means. <laughs> um, I say like, like if you have, here's, here's a melody. Dun, 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 dun. Me, I'll rhyme like, ha, la, ba, 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 ba. So I'm so in sync with the beat. Like when the music's going boom, 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 boom. I'm going rap, da, 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 da. With words, though. Rap, flows, da, 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 See? That's flow. Yeah. It's flow. That's pretty intricate, yeah? That's that's that, yeah. That's a great word, intricate. Yeah. Are you the best? I think... Every rapper should feel like that they're the best. Okay, that's what you feel, but can anyone else do this the way you do it? I haven't heard no one do that. He definitely had flow. I mean, like, there's no doubt about that. Jay-Z had flow. He he had a defined flow. He had a refined flow. Um, His rhymes, his cadences. Uh, He had lyrical precision when he rhymed he was in the pocket like there's a such thing musically as the pocket in a lot of ways jay-z defined the pocket he had many pockets and the thing that i loved about when jay-z was dope was that anytime he came out with a song or he came out with an album other mcs took notice always it never failed <laughs> if you don't believe me go back in time check the records it's all it's all documented this is not just my opinion this is something that actually really happened when jay-z dropped uh an album it would be nothing for you to get commentary from fellow mcs about the album and almost everybody bought it. <laughs> so it's not like you weren't going to go to, you know, bust the rhymes and say, hey, what do you think about that new Jay-Z album? He's like, oh, you know, I ain't heard it yet. <laughs> you weren't going to ask Scarface, hey, what do you think about that new Jay? Uh, it's like, no, these people are his peers. So they were definitely checking on. Go ask LL what he thought about the Black album. He bought it. <laughs> Go ask Rakim what he thought about the Black Album. You know, he he has an opinion on it. Go ask KRS-One. And again, these people that I'm talking about, these are his peers, right? So it's documented that they have conversations and they have, you know, been interviewed and asked about Jay-Z and his legacy and all of this stuff. And this was many, many years ago when he was dope. Again, lyrical precision. And of course, I mean, like Jay-Z, I, I don't have to play a bunch of songs for you to know what I'm talking about. I mean, like I can just give you some lyrics like Jay-Z could hit you with stuff like song, with, with joints like I sell ice in the winter. I sell fire in hell. I'm a hustler, baby. I sell water to a well. I was born to get cake, move on and switch states. Or he could hit you with, I'm so far ahead of my time. I'm about to, I'm about to start another life. Look behind you. 
I'm about to pass you twice. <laughs> Never read the Quran or or Islamic scriptures. Only Psalms I read was on the arms of my niggas. Tattoos so I carry on like I'm non-religious. Cap whoever standing between Sean and figures. <laughs> and these are different songs. Of course, you, but I, I know you know this, but I'm, I'm going to tell you this anyway. This is different songs. And as far as critics, tell me I don't get it. Everybody can tell you how to do it. They never did it. Now these niggas is mad. Oh, they call me camel. But I mastered the drought. What the fuck? I'm an animal. <laughs> Come on, man. That's hove, man. Dope. This is when he was dope. Let me guess. They said it was money around here. And the rest is me stopping you from getting it, correct? Sorry to hear that. My guess is that you got work at the hotel. I'll take care of that. You'll soon see. Now give me the room key. You twitching. Don't do that. You're making me nervous. My crew, well, they do pack. Them do these dudes is murderers. <laughs> <sighs> Come on, man. Come on. What, what are we talking about here? I pack heat like I like I'm the oven, like I got oven doors. I, I pack heat like oven doors. Come on, man. Again, dope. This is when he was dope. And I can't help the poor if I'm one of them. So I got rich and gave back. To me, that's the win-win. So the next time you see the homie and his rim spinning, just know my mind is working like just like them rims, that is. I mean, I, I could quote the whole song from where I'm from. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you really want to get technical. I mean, Hove would give you joints like, a wise man once told me, don't argue with fools. Because people from a distance can't tell who is who. So stop with that childish shit. I'm grown. Please leave it alone. Don't throw rocks at the stone. Don't bark up that tree. That tree will fall on you. <laughs> Come on, man. This is vintage Hove. Again, I love Hove, man. I love Jay-Z. I love Jay-Z. Be clear. Not here to hate, just stating the facts. And I think because I love Jay-Z, I think I can speak about Jay-Z objectively. And that's, that's what this podcast is about. There was clearly a time when Jay-Z was dope. Hard stop. Jay-Z is no longer dope. Hope slandered in Rome, nigga. Oh, hell sees us home, niggas. Chin Don, Chow Bella. Come money dance with the good fellas. Hope keep getting that Dinero, got it. Even if a nigga gotta rob it, get it. Blackjack in a cut sleep, no. A nigga got a limited credit, uh. A nigga got a lot of vendettas, uh, but we the black mall, we gon' set it, uh, peel off in a Lamborghini cone tie, 200 in the dash, we gonna rev it, Lucky Lucci, I know, it's what they call me, Paisano, 100 keys at the Picano, place across the bad ribs, I know, El Pacino, in the villa in Venice, with Vino, not bad for Muliano, y'all know, like we know, I got it, fuck me, you know I got it, fuck me, you know I got it, Baby.
lyrically. <laughs> Let me explain. I love Jay-Z. But if we're being honest, Jay-Z fell off. He doesn't rhyme the same like how he used to. And it's not even so much about the subject matter. I spoke a little earlier about Jay-Z being in, being in the pocket. He's no longer in the pocket. There are times and there are songs that you can listen to and on albums that you can listen to. And I, I don't even know where the pocket is. <laughs> I'm, I'm being honest. And it's not like he's incapable of it, but it's just not there. He's just not there. And, and I think if 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 we're being honest, and I think part of the issue that I have with some people is that they're not honest about Jay-Z. I feel because I love him, I can get on this podcast and talk and speak honestly and talk about him and not be hating. And I'm saying this with love. And and honestly, I'll I'm I know for a fact Jay-Z's gonna hear this episode. Is he gonna call me? Probably not. I love Jay-Z. But no, he doesn't rhyme the same. And and it's not even, honestly, it's not even about his subject matter because I know some of you are probably thinking, well, you know, he's he's older now. He's not going to, you, you can't expect him to rhyme about drugs and girls and, you know, all of this other stuff. And he's, you know, he's mature. So he's rapping about Bas- Basquiat and, you know, paintings and, you know, going to European vacations. Cool. I get that. No, I don't expect Jay-Z to be rhyming like he's still at, in Marcy Projects. Because he's not. And he hasn't been <laughs> probably since since we heard him first on Reasonable Doubt. But he's no longer in that pocket. And if you don't believe me, you can go back and listen to some of these albums. He's not. And like, it's not even near the pocket. But he's Jay-Z and we kind of give him a pass. And as a fan, I can't give him that pass. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen. Don't get me wrong. I've listened to everything. Here's another opinion that I have, and it's been stated before, and I'll state it again. Jay Z got married in 2008. He ain't been the same since. I love Jay-Z. I'm married too, right? Jay-Z started dating Beyonce, I think, 2001 maybe? Yeah, I think around 2001. Got married in 2008. And I don't know when they, I think they had their daughter 2011, I think, because she's the same age as my daughter. Um, but nah, he, he's not the same. And and don't get me wrong. Marriage will change a guy. (laughs) I've changed. I mean, I'm married, you know, shout out to me and my wife, but he, he ain't been the same. And and I don't know. And and again, I don't even think it's subject matter. He's just not the same MC. And it's not that I, I don't think that I have unreal expectations. I expect dopeness anytime Jay-Z gets behind a mic. 
he doesn't write anything down allegedly so anytime he sits in that corner and mumbles his songs in his head and then he goes in the booth and spits it i expect greatness i'm sorry that's what i got the first 10 plus years of his career so i'm not gonna settle for just you know mediocre not gonna settle for hobo hove zell <laughs> shout out to zell um but yeah, he he's he's not in the pocket. It, it, and again, it's not about the subject matter. He's not in the pocket when he's rhyming. There are songs that like the flow just ain't even there. Like you're like, what? What the fuck is he doing? What is he talking about? And that's if you're listening with an honest ear. And I think sometimes Jay-Z fans like myself tend to not listen with an honest ear because they're just so happy to hear him rapping. And I know, yeah, Hove don't he don't rap a lot. And rightfully so. He he doesn't have to. I mean, like he he's a he's at a point in his life and his career where he doesn't have to get he he obviously he doesn't make it. He doesn't need the money that's made from record sales or touring or anything like that. The man's a billionaire. And he didn't make his billions selling drugs. He didn't make his billions from rapping solely. He's a businessman, a business man. <laughs> and I mean, like, that's who he is. But no, he honestly, he hasn't been the same since 2008. Go back and look at those albums that came out since 2008. And you make the decision. 2007, American Gangster comes out. 2009, The Blueprint 3. 2013 Magna Carta Holy Grail 2017 444 um to oh let me go back 2011 uh Watch the Throne and 2018 Everything is Love those weren't good albums I mean Watch the Throne was pretty decent but that was him and Kanye and so maybe Kanye brought something out of him. But they, there were some joints on there. I was like, eh. But, you know, 444, come on, man. I mean, like, <laughs> I got to the point where I was not, I'm like, I'm not arguing with y'all about 444. It's okay. It's not that, it's not a great album. It's not. You, you will find a lot of people who love 444. They'll tell you they love 444. And you ask why, and they'll say, oh, he was so open on that. Folks were just happy because Jay-Z told his business, right? It was the response to, uh, what was Beyonce's, what was her album? Lemonade, that's it. Yeah, that was the response to Lemonade. It wasn't like, and again, the album was just okay. There was no lyrical miracle, blow you away lyrics on that album. The story of OJ was cool, but, you know, I didn't need to know Jay-Z's marital issues. I didn't need to know that his mother, you know, had a lover and that she had come out. Cool for her, but, I mean, I, I didn't need to know that. <laughs> but Jay-Z told y'all a whole bunch of personal stuff and everybody ran with it. But it's, 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 it's not, it's not, it's not blueprint. It's not. It's not reasonable doubt. It's not, you know, the black album. 
Not even close. But, you know, I digress. But again, I think, you know, you 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 find people who really, you know, love that album because again, he spilled the beans. Because it, truth be told, Jay-Z and Beyonce are very private people. Outside of their music, we know very little about them and we knew even less about their marriage, which is cool. That's honestly that's the way it should be. Keep folks out your business. Hell, it's hard enough, it's hard enough for us regular folks to keep people out of our business. I can't imagine if my wife was the biggest superstar in the world. Yeah, I can't even I can't even go to the grocery store with her. But no, nah, oh, and Magna Carta, holy grail. Oh my gosh. That was trash. The flow, everything. That was not a good album at all. It was not. If you're being honest, it wasn't. But again, I, I don't know. Sometimes people, you know, have a hard time being, um, you know, honest and subjective about Jay and his music and his discography. And another thing I'll say about Jay-Z is that one of the reasons why he isn't dope. The good. Well, excuse me, the bad. Makes you go crazy for the good. Again, I love Jay-Z. Let it be known. I love Jay-Z. But. The bad makes you go crazy for the good. Now, at the time of this recording, Jay-Z just dropped a verse on a DJ Khaled song called God Did, right? And folks went stupid. And, and let me let me just <laughs> let me just share with you what I what I, I came to find. In three separate group chats, right? So the album came out on a particular Friday. Friday at midnight. And by the time I got to my started chatting in my group chats around 9 a.m. that Friday morning, that Jay-Z verse was in three of the group chats that I'm in, right? Here's the funny thing. The YouTube link for the verse was in each of those group chats. And it was only that verse. And that was Friday, right? So between the group chat and seeing everybody discussing it on Twitter and people doing deep dives and all this other stuff, it was crazy, right? It wasn't until Sunday, <laughs> two days later, that I realized that it was an entire song. What I mean by that is on that particular track, there's two other rappers on the song. I think it's Rick Ross and Lil Wayne. But what's interesting is like, I didn't even know that I thought because the YouTube links that were posted is so craftily. Let me, I'm getting tongue tied here are so cleverly crafted that all you hear is Jay-Z rapping. And then when he finishes, the song goes off. So I just assumed that it was DJ Khaled featuring Jay-Z. And the thing just said, like on the YouTube link, it said Jay-Z verse. 
or it said god did featuring jay-z and so i'm like i I didn't think i didn't i mean like it's not like i'm gonna listen (laughs) it's not like i'm gonna listen to a dj Khaled album i mean why would i ever do that but people went crazy and again it was presented to me as if it was just one jay-z's on that on the song by himself but even beside the point people were talking about oh this one is best verses and i mean like everywhere you go up and down twitter the twitter timeline there were these deep dives and you know people talking about it and you know breaking down each bar and i was like and it was some people saying like this was like one of his greatest verses ever asking where it ranked and i'm like this song literally has been out for a day you're gonna put this song this excuse me this verse because keep in mind jay-z is only he's rapping for four minutes right which is different because lil wayne's verse and rick ross's verse aren't that long so he gets this shit off on a four minute verse which is and that's another reason why i guess myself and other people probably assume that it was a song because he raps for four minutes you're not rapping if if it's just a regular guest feature you're not rapping for <laughs> four minutes but you know Khaled lets him get his shit off and and he he goes in but i mean like i was just a little surprised at all of the deep dives and people going crazy i mean they did the same when jay-z did a verse um a couple of years ago with um the late nipsey hustle shout out to nip rest in peace and you know people were going crazy oh my gosh this this is crazy jay-z just killed this verse and it was a dope verse and don't get me wrong i the god did verse is a good is a very good verse but if we're being honest lil wayne's verse is just as good he did he delivered a dope verse with uh nipsey on the song uh what it what it feels like but if we're being honest nipsey's verse is just as good and nipsey wasn't even here so i don't know man i don't know what to tell y'all he's not there anymore but here's what jay-z is i've said this before to some of my friends i think jay-z at this point in his lifetime because at the time of this recording he's, he's what 50 how old is he? 52 he's the and i'm gonna use a basketball reference right He's the player that used to average 32 points a game. Now he averages 20, right? So he's still better than most of his peers. He's still averaging, you know, when he comes out and puts put, put the shoes on, he can still get you 20, right? And there's nothing to sneeze at for somebody getting 20 because everybody can't get 20 points consistently, averaging 20 points a game. So Jay-Z rolling out of the rolling out of bed, can get you 20 points, meaning he can roll out of bed and get you a his most mundane of verses are better than most people, at least his contemporaries. That's you know rapping right now. Even even the young, even if you want to bring in the young, young, young guns, he he's better than most of them, right? However, every now and then, Jay-Z, even though he averages 20, every now and then he'll give you a 50-point game. The God did verse, 50-point game. 
what it feels like with Nipsey, 50-point game. And that's great because I love Jay-Z. Again, I love the guy. But he's incapable of doing this for 14 tracks. He couldn't do this for 14 tracks on an album. And I want to be very clear. I'm not saying that Jay-Z should not make another album because nobody tells you know Mick Jagger and Rod Stewart and all these other people in rock and roll and stuff like that stop making music. Nobody told Willie Nelson to go sit down somewhere. So I'm not going to say that. Jay-Z is more qualified. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I'm sure he'll be in the Rap Hall of Fame. So forth and so on. One of the greatest to ever do it. Again, he's in my top three. He's number three. So I don't think that he necessarily has to shut it down. But I think he's not capable of doing this for 14 tracks when you make him do an album. Or when he decides to do an album. And if we're being honest, and this has happened probably since, probably since at least Blueprint, Jay-Z is always compared to Jay-Z. It is what it is. Does he have contemporaries like Nas, Scarface? Yes, he does. Buster Rhymes, KRS-One, LL? Yes, he does. He does have contemporaries he does have people that you can kind of compare them to eminem whomever right wayne drake if you want to go newer but if we're being honest jay-z's albums are compared to jay-z's albums anytime jay-z drops an album the first thing that you'll hear people say after they finish listening to it is where do you think this ranks in his discography because honestly he he has been the point of where he's measured he's not measured against many others and i mentioned my boy zell like we had a conversation recently i said you can't expect him to do no zell said you can't expect him to do that at 50 close quote and i said nas did (laughs) but i digress (laughs) i love jay-z I love Jay-Z. There was a time when Jay-Z was dope. And you can make a case that he's dope now, but he just ain't as dope as he used to be. And that's okay. That's going to do it for me. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast. The podcast drops every Thursday at midnight from time to time this year, we will drop bonus episodes on Sunday. Again, that's going to do it for me. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time. 5,000. Check it, check, check it out now. Hey, yo, what? Brothers can beg and borrow. Still feel sorrow when Jay-Z like sorrow. Get in that ass. Better luck tomorrow. I'm too much, nigga, so never should you rush. You need to slow down or get your ass toe down. Check it out. I'm too cocky to stop me. You gotta kill me. And when I'm gone, you can still feel me. On the real beat. This shit is eternal. I rock the heavens well. Even if they won't let me in heaven, I raise hell. Till it's heaven. Recognize the black cat with the nine lives. 
Get a ball, me nigga, it's bad, nothing cross me. I'm popping crystal, shooting game like missiles. As projected, all hoes affected by this style. I'm act like Goldie, go back like the Odie, but the goodie. Pulling R&B bitches, wearing hoodies. They don't be knowing the way I be flowing when I be going. I be running the track like Jesse Owens. I disrupt the natural scheme, the way that you do things with a swing and have them rocking like... You say never you run, if ever you come, it's never you run. So fast in your life to never have won. Come on and ride the rhythm, I produce like jism. Just like the cars, I start with knowledge and follow with wisdom. For greater understanding, I'm landing, blows in, knocking sense into those that oppose me. Enticing when slicing through tracks, you're screaming Jesus. Christ is back and God knows he can rap. Me and L put rhythm on the map, so give him his dab. And me, I just take mine. Give me those, give me this, give me that, fuck that. You never see me stress, energy yes, on the prize. My greedy eyes can't see no less. Jigger incredible. Even my thoughts is federal. Like kidnapping, extortion, and corruption. So you know, beating me, I never come like a nun. Or tomorrow, I'm too thorough, nigga. I make moves, cause vows to move. When I'm creeping through your way with a thousand little dudes. Um, with a piece like Islam. I make your eyes rise like yeast. Surprise, I feel no fear when facing y'all. Bet your lyrics jump off the track like racing cars. MCs trying to be the best. And even in dying couldn't be this death. I see no reason to stop cheesing. Ever since L said throw three G's in. And we could get down and split the wealth. That's when I found I could do it myself. I get up.